Hello and welcome to KLC Corner, a podcast series from the team at KLC Recruitment where we discuss the topics all job seekers and employers are asking. Today I'm speaking with one of our recruitment and HR consultants, Natalie, as we outline from a recruiter's perspective how to write a cover letter. How are you today, Natalie? I'm good, thanks Liv. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So let's jump straight into it today. And firstly, I'd love for you to outline to our listeners, what exactly is a cover letter and does every job application need one? Good question. So firstly, a cover letter is basically a way of you introducing yourself to the employer and encouraging them to read your resume. It's usually written with a specific job in mind and aims to show them that you are the right person for this role and their business. With regards to, I guess, the second part of the question, does every job need a cover letter? If the advertisement asks for a cover letter, then yes, you must include one. If you submit your resume and no cover letter when you've been asked to, the recruiter or the employer will think that either you don't have good attention to detail or that you just couldn't be bothered, couldn't follow instructions. So if you're asked for one, submit one. If the advertisement doesn't ask for a cover letter, then you actually don't need to submit one. If you do have a strong generic cover letter ready to go, then by all means include it. If it's your dream job, once in a lifetime type opportunity, then again, you may as well spend a few minutes personalizing a cover letter in a bid to stand out. You have nothing to lose except your time. Yeah, you can really take from the advertisement what you do need to do with regards to submitting one. Yeah, wonderful. That's great. It is a tricky one. And I do find a lot of applicants call up and ask us if they need one, but that explanation summarizes that perfectly. So I guess following on from that, I also find a lot of applicants ask, who should I address my cover letter to? So I guess it leads into the question, should a cover letter be personalized? Should it be addressed to someone? So as I said, certainly if this is the ultimate role for you, you might want to personalize the cover letter, not just send out your generic template that you already have ready. If you're going to personalize it and tweak it with regards to the role and the business, and you know the person that is hiring, so you know the name of the hiring manager, then absolutely. I wouldn't get too hung up on this though, if you're using a general template, of course, you can have a generic addressee. Uh, so it might say be a hiring manager or to whom it may concern. That's absolutely fine. Although attention to detail is important, we do understand that as a job seeker, you're applying for multiple roles. Often your resume and cover letter are saved on whichever platform you're using. So I wouldn't think too many hiring managers would be offended with a generic cover letter unless they have specifically asked you to address something in the cover letter, such as the key selection criteria. Yeah, wonderful. I'm sure a lot of listeners penned that to paper because there were some great tips. So now the big question, how should a cover letter be set out? Should it reflect one's resume or should it be completely different? Great question. So a cover letter should be an introduction using written paragraphs. It's a way to introduce yourself um, remember, it is a letter, so include your name and contact details. Uh, use a salutation, as mentioned earlier, either a generic via hiring manager or personalised. If you're tailoring the cover letter to the role, then you can, of course, include that you're applying for the specific position. So you could say, I'm applying for the administration position at whichever company it is. And um, if not, you can still use general terminology. So I am writing to apply for this role. 
think about a cover letter as an opportunity to summarize your career. So I would start with a paragraph that shows the reader how many years you have had collectively in your industry or job role. And you can mention your current position and specifically there too. You want to highlight the key skills you have acquired during the time in your position or in your career. And where possible, try to tie them in with the skills required in the roles that you're applying for. Then you could also promote key achievement areas or results that you've been particularly proud of in your career, as long as it's, of course, relevant to the roles that you're applying for. The next thing you would do is talk about why you're applying for the position. So what attracted you to the role and the company? If you are tailoring it and you do know the company's values or you can find their mission statement, it's a nice touch to draw a parallel to your own values or write about the importance of workplace culture if that's something they promote. Workplace culture is probably something you could use in your generic template as well. You can also use your cover letter to address any obvious questions that may be posed from your resume, such as major gaps in employment, a role or industry change, and if appropriate, how many days you would be looking for. If it's advertised, say, as a part-time role, but there's not, it doesn't specifically say whether that's three full days or, you know, five days and full hours. And then finally, a couple of things to remember. So with the cover letter, definitely keep it to one page. I would actually suggest you only need three or four short paragraphs to kind of cover the points I've just spoken about. You're not trying to just repeat what's on your resume. Remember, this is an introduction. Use full sentences, not dot points. And finally, check the spelling and grammar then give it to somebody else to check to make sure you are not submitting a cover letter or a resume with mistakes. Yeah, that's a very good point. Awesome, Natalie. They were some really great points for today's discussion. So I guess to summarise, firstly, not every job needs one, but if they ask for one, ensure you send it. Secondly, it is a letter, so set it out properly and don't just dot down a few words. Talk about why you're applying for the role, what attracted you to the role, and lastly, outline any obvious questionable gaps or short roles on your resume that the hiring manager might ask you in an interview. Of course, I'm going to finish with a little plug for you and our HR services. As Natalie, I understand you are the queen of CVs and cover letters. So tell us a little more about KLC's resume writing and interview skills technique services. What do you do with candidates? Right, so the services, it is sort of two parts. And so you can take up on one part or both. Sometimes candidates just book in to do the resume writing. And then as they're applying for jobs, if they do get contacted for interviews, they'll then come back to do the interview skills. Or you can kind of do it as a package across a couple of different days. So the resume writing skills, what we would do is I would usually spend an hour with the candidate to really drill down into their experience, their skills and their achievements. I do also have a little look at, at the roles they're applying for and the key selection criteria of those roles. So usually, at well obviously at the minute we are doing it by video, um, so usually there would be myself and one other KLC representative and the candidate. So once we've sort of gone through drilling into the detail, myself and my colleague would work together to create a new resume, 
a cover letter and if required a document addressing the key selection criteria. We try and get as much information as possible in the initial session but we may come back to the candidate if we need any more information as we're putting um, the documents together. Once we've finalised the documents, we would send them back to you in a Word document. So of course you can edit in the future if needed. Um, we just ask the person to check over the documents, ensure they're happy, and we're more than happy to do one last edit if there's any alterations needed. So I guess the initial session is an hour, and then we'd usually have it back, the final documents with under a week is, is kind of timeline. And then the second session, the interview skill sessions. So they are a little bit longer, so they're around about 90 minutes. So prior to the session, I would ask the candidate to provide me with any jobs they have recently applied for or are thinking about applying for. So I would basically prepare a mock interview based on the key selection criteria of those job roles. The mock interview, um, of course, would have some general questions, but it is mainly a behavioural based interview. So once we've done the mock interview, I then go through question by question the answers that the candidate gave me. And we basically have a discussion on ways to improve on them. So I provide them with methods, um, a way to answer behavioural questions and also brainstorm examples from their experience. And remember by this point, I've already worked with them on their resume. I'm really familiar with their background so I can actually help them draw examples of what they've previously done. So I do find once we begin to break down the questions and I sort of provide alternative answers, things sort of really start to click for the candidate and they sort of see how they could have answered those questions better, what they could answer next time. So it's, it's really worthwhile doing that bit by bit in the session. And then after the session, I would provide written feedback and, and we do give the candidate the video recording as well. This way they've got, I guess, something tangible to look back on. And part of the feedback is of course the body language and the engagement. So the video really helps with that especially in the new age of zoom interviews i love it and we get such positive feedback from every interview skills session or resume writing session that you conduct so thanks for that if any listeners are interested in signing up for our hr packages whether that be for the resume writing or the interview skills or for both reach out to klc recruitment today via our website now that concludes today's podcast so thank you so much for speaking with me today natalie Thanks for having me live. It's been great. So if you would like to suggest a topic to be discussed in upcoming podcasts, please send an email through to olivia at klcrecruitment.com.au as we love your suggestions. And don't forget for more podcasts and to check out our latest jobs, blogs and news, head over to klcrecruitment.com.au today and we'll see you in the next edition. Bye for now.